Welcome to the Next Level Show, a health and fitness podcast with a little bit of life. Hosted by Jonathan Alvarez, Gabriel Contreras, and Mike Nillis. We hope you enjoy this episode. In today's Mindset Monday episode with the Next Level Show, we are live. It's ready to kick off this week. Uh, I was just telling the guys that it's been it's been a busy Monday, but I think busy Mondays are always good. Kind of start your first half of the week. It's kind of how I've been planning it. Is first half of the week is heavy. Okay. And kind of just coast into the end of the week. Usually my last two days typically will be a little bit lighter, but I wouldn't have it any other way. I'm a little tired right now, a little sleepy, but when I really think about it, I, I would be I would be more depressed, miserable, and like feeling very unproductive if I didn't have shit to do. So it's always good to have a full schedule. How are you guys doing? Mike? Good. Yeah, I'm doing doing all right. My um I don't know if I told you guys my back was kind of flaring up last week. No. Um, in between my shoulder blades, I'm guessing my best guess is it's rhomboid related. Um, and I think I did mention that actually. I think I'm starting to to pinpoint the fact that it it it's coming from holding an 11, almost 12 pound baby for extended periods of time, with poor to little no regard of posture while doing so so my mm-hmm. arm my shoulders sitting forward trying to be more comfortable for the baby and not not so comfortable for me um so that's kind of annoying kind of upset my apple cart a little bit but it's feeling better i went to the chiropractor on friday and he moved just about every single vertebrae in my thoracic spine it was like he was playing the piano on my back and it felt really good. I felt a lot better afterwards, but it's still kind of nagging, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, I'm, I'm doing all right. It's very common. Yeah. I hear that a lot with parents, especially when it's newborns. It's uh, you guys naturally are going to preference one side, right? When yeah. you hold them. Yeah. And it's actually, it's working out very well because it is forcing me to hold him on my left side. Plus I have the, the touch up that I just got done on my tattoo on the right side. Um, so yeah, it's switching over to my left. And since that's like a new pattern for me, I'm really working on like getting that shoulder back, you know, and I'm doing like certain, um, stretches and well, not stretches, I guess they'd be more like mobility movements. Um, just to make sure that my, you know, my rhomboids are at least getting the attention they need. Um, assuming that's it, if, if it ends up being another week or so, and it's not getting any better, then I'm just going to fucking go to a PT and see what they want me to do. Um, yeah, typically you see even with the, on the hips, right. Because of how they're being held, like, you know, they kind of cock to the hip to one side oh, and kind of yeah. like almost sit on the hip like the baby. So you don't, you're not holding them like that, right? He's, he's not quite big enough for that yet. Um, okay. it's pretty much like his butt will sit on like a forearm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't really, I don't really lean too much. It's it's more situational because if he like drops his his uh, pacifier or something like that, then I have to do my best to keep him vertical while I'm like making my way down to the ground to pick it back up, mm-hmm. um, or you know like bending down to pick him up or changing his diaper things like that. None of those are really set up at like really good heights for me. Um, not that they need to be, but I just have to be more conscious about it. But I do yeah. see what you're saying because. Um, there's other children in my family that are the appropriate size for something like that. And yeah, there's definitely like the whole pivot on the hip yeah, yeah. and the kids sitting on your hip bone. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to have to figure something out when that time comes. 
and you don't even think much about it. Like even in the moment of it right now, when they're kind of relatively, you know, small and young, you're like, oh, they don't weigh that much. They'll, they'll be fine. But if you're in that position for an extended period of time or constantly, you know, every single day, even if it's slightly different, it's, it's going to, it's going to hit you. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's, it's a, uh, overuse injury type scenario. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, you know, you're just kind of focused on what's happening with the baby. You're not really caring too much about yourself or, you know, it's two or three in the morning and you just got woken up. Like who the fuck really cares about posture at that hour? You know, nobody. Um, but like now I kind of have to, I have to be more conscious of it. Cause if I'm not, then my body's like, fuck you. You need to pay attention to this. Um, so, I mean, I it, guess it, it's just bringing awareness to that, right? The self-awareness. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And it's, I don't know. I was joking around with, uh, um, one of the people I work with that, uh, my, my body is slowly forcing me to learn things by virtue of like me just like hurting that thing or whatever, like between my yeah. elbow, and my back, my neck, now my rhomboids. Like I'm just, I'm being forced into all these situations. I have to learn all these things about all these muscles that I didn't really you know, know about before. Well, it's, it's kind of what we were talking about on Friday, how, as you get older, you kind of have to be aware of these kind of things, because I guarantee you, you know, five, a whole five years ago for you, you know, back uh, using, using a <laughs> John's, ti John's timeline, um, <laughs> when you were so young, you, you wouldn't have, have noticed these kind of things. Like when I, yeah. I, I can tell the difference when my first child, you know, I was, you know, sleeping four hours, no problem, no, no big deal. But then now if there's a, if there's any kind of an issue, it's, I, I feel that thing right away. Yeah. Well, well it's, it's kind of, I want to, I kind of want to strengthen my point there. What Gabe said, dude, I have a client that's 18 years old. Kid was out till like three, three thirty in the morning, had an eight o'clock session. He didn't miss it. He came in. No problem. You'd ask him, are you good? Yeah, I'm fine. I could <laughs> tell his performance was down a bit, but it wasn't where he looked like if he hadn't told me anything, I wouldn't have known. Mm -hmm. um, dude, I was that kid yeah. drinking, staying out late, going to work the next morning, seven, eight o'clock in the morning, doing like a shift. I, I, deep down, you are tired. You would have preferred to be in bed, but that you could function. Mm -hmm. You could, dude, if I try to pull that shit now, fuck that. And I'll be, I'll be like, oh, dude, what's up? It was like dying, man, just because. Dude, like just disrupting my sleep this weekend. I could feel it today. Yeah. Um, I went to bed early yesterday, but definitely not enough. Yeah, my body definitely could have used more sleep. That is parenting right there. Except it's not for you. You're not going on having fun. It's it's not an enjoyable experience. You're woken up by no. a baby. He pukes on you. He shit himself. He wants a bottle. Like, what order of operations are you taking? You just woke up. Go 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 go. It's yeah. You get used well, to, it, to be and it's it's to awesome, be on, by the way. Well, <laughs> lately I've been I've been experiment, experimenting with like being woken up or being super attentive all day of my two dogs all weekend because something they ate or something they've been both having the shits and waking up to shit. Uh, Friday I, I we didn't record Friday, but Friday I get home. I had put Katar in the crate because she had I had woken up to a big pile of shit in my room. And um, that's how I start my morning. So I'm thinking, okay, nice. let me try to contain it in the room so she's not going anywhere. She, I think she did something in the morning, but then I left. I had to work, and I come back. She's in the crate, bro. I come in the the, the whole house smells awful. Um, she shed herself in the crate. Obviously, Dude. she's big enough where it's all over her. Yeah. So 
I get it. I had to parry a 50 pound dog, 15 pound, 50 plus pound dog holding her while she's dirty, put her in the tub, bathe her. I literally get home. I stripped my clothes off basically. And I put on some old clothes before mm-hmm. I even let her out. Yeah. Because I'm like, this dog is just going to, and just flapping her tail. Obviously it got on me. Um, bro, it was, it was a legitimate shit show, bro. And, um, my dog, my other one has been pretty badly. So I think she'll go to the vet today. I think Qatar is getting better. Um, something that they definitely jacked their stomachs up, but, um, I've been reading up on it. It's nothing like where it looks scary, where it looks like it's not explosive anymore. It's not like running anymore. It's just kind of like anymore, dude, anymore dude talk talk about the first day dude like it was nasty i'm not even gonna try to like gross up the audience um i was even like questioning myself like what the fuck um but the other one she's still kind of not doing well qatar is okay um so i'm gonna see if i can wait it out before because those vet visits start adding up just just yeah, to them mm-hmm. just to them to tell you oh yeah just uh give them this so i've been reading up on some you know forums obviously it's if they're bleeding or if they're vomiting then that's an yeah. instant go check, get them checked out. Nothing like that. It just looks like, yeah, she probably is not, probably is upset. I'm not giving her even her own food. I'm giving her like boiled rice plain and I'm going to go buy some chicken. They recommended giving her like just boiled chicken shredded and just put it in the, in her plate, give her small increments, let the gut kind of decompress a little bit, keep her hydrated. So I'm going to try to do that with her today, but yeah, man, this weekend was fun, but I also had that added on top of it. So I'm tired. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I've see, I've had that happen with Chester, not to the point where I thought he was sick, but just basically just missed the window where he needed to go to the bathroom and both overnight and while I'm at work and then coming back and like, there is actually nothing worse. Like I would take a thousand shitty diapers over a dog that crapped themselves in the crate. Cause it's like, at least the diaper has it contained. The dog's like, zero regard for the fact that there's poop in there and he's just kind of like hanging out and yeah the first time it happened chester bolted out of the crate and it got everywhere um and then yeah you gotta pick up a a poo covered dog and take him to the to the bathtub it's yeah it's literally an awful I, experience I, I opened the crate i grabbed her instantly by the collar so she wouldn't move yeah. um I told her it was okay. I understand because dogs instinctually don't want to go in the bathroom where they're sleeping because, yeah. you know, they're, they're even like grossed out by it, but she's big enough where unfortunately I knew it wasn't her fault. It literally just, she's not well, not feeling good. So I can't get mad at them. It's just kind of that like, ah, shit. <laughs> just like, you're just yeah. cleaning my, I'm using a lot of toilet paper. Um, I mean, paper towel and, um, it's just, it's been that kind of weekend. So hopefully she'll be better. My birthday's coming up this week. So it's also something to look forward to. Um, just overall, like besides that, it's all good. I can't complain. It sounds like I'm complaining, but you know, as long as everyone's okay, that's what all that matters to me. So I'll, I'll, I don't mind cleaning up the mess. It's gross, but it is what it is. Preparing me, right? I'm gonna be. It's it's a little bit of parenting experience with my fur creatures, my fur babies. A little bit, a little bit yeah. It's it's very close. Yeah, we're actually glad that we went the route of getting Chester a few months before uh, Oliver uh, came. Been rough. Yeah, it gave us good perspective um, on how patient we were or were not, and then you know a little bit of training because you know the dog trains you too, and then the baby trains you and all that sort of stuff. So. It was a a good transition, I think. 
um, definitely, definitely a good transition. But speaking uh, of uh, patient, uh, I'm sorry, you were going to keep going. Well, completely different subject, but you can, you can go ahead. No, I was going to com- go a completely different subject too. Okay, yeah, go for you, it. You, you first. Okay, well, I was going to say I finished uh, Naruto and Naruto Shippuden um, mm-hmm. over the weekend, um, and I'm like. First of all, like greatest anime I've ever seen. Fucking amazing story and the, the, the fight scenes and everything that happens is just incredible. Um, and now I'm sad. I am in what you would call a show hole. I don't know what to do because I want to keep watching things happen in this universe. And I know that there's a, a series afterwards about his son and you know the events that follow, but I hear it kind of sucks. And so that makes me sad. But um, yeah, so I don't like... I'm like starting a new show, but it's like, eh, and I'm watching like WandaVision and I'm like, yeah, but like, you still haven't finished that. No, no, we're actually, um, we have, I think two episodes left. Um, Jonathan, where are you at? (laughs) Episode two. Okay. I won't say anything. We have two episodes left. Some cool stuff happened. Uh, Somebody showed up that was very, very clever as far as working that person in instead of somebody else. That was awesome um i'm enjoying it it's it's gotten a lot better a lot more exciting it's not i love lucy anymore um no 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 and then we're gonna be able to watch uh the falcon and the winter soldier yeah falcon and winter soldier that's what it's called i uh, want to well, say it's almost done too yeah i think I so it's, sworn it said it's yeah it, it was a short one but it's it's, it's very good okay yeah I'm, that I'm, one i'm more excited about it, it looks so. more legit and i feel this one kind of this, the one division just turned me off with the first two episodes but I honestly episode two i heard it like it, it it spins you off into the third and the rest so yeah I, I trust it obviously i think the majority of people like it there's obviously some reason for it of course yeah 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 once you get further in it it starts making sense as to why they started it that way um yeah. and it is actually like the first episode i thought was kind of fun because it's like you know like an old school tv show and it's kind of clever but then there's like that weird element of like what the fuck's going on here and then same thing Mm -hmm. with episode two and then they slowly start like pulling back the curtain and like showing you what's happening and it's i think it's really well done you just have to make it through the first two episodes yeah that first one was a little as fun and different as it was i said i don't know how much more of this i can kind of take if it stays in that space yeah luckily it made a quick turn or it kind of like you know uh fast forward past that and it really starts to build kind of like what you said so they do kind of go back and say as to why it is that way it's it gets it gets a hell of a lot better and the uh, same thing with the and conversely the falcon and the winter soldier it actually starts pretty uh, it ramps up pretty quickly and it kind of like stays there and it just keeps your keeps your interest and like i said i think there's only one to two more episodes left and it's it's getting really really good now and That's speaking exactly. of getting really, really good, you mentioned you shared uh, uh, Mike the trailer for Shang Chi, which dropped today for for their movie. So that's and I don't think I've seen a trailer for that yet, and it looks pretty pretty exciting. It looks pretty cool. Um, you know, all I've heard prior to that was just the name, the title, that is coming out later this year. I have not seen much of anything, but it looks uh, pretty awesome. Yeah, I'm excited for a Marvel Kung Fu movie. Um, I feel like they're getting a second chance at Kung Fu, considering um, Iron Fist kind of flopped a little bit on Netflix. Yeah, I I actually, I liked it. It was fun. It was interesting. Um, It wasn't as good as it could have been, but I enjoyed it for what it was. I didn't take it too seriously, but I think this one's going to be like, yeah, that maybe they just had like some missteps or something like that, but 
it was also weird seeing Loris Tyrell as a superhero, but that's a whole different argument. But I'm <laughs> I'm excited about this one. This one's going to be really uh, a good time, I think. And it's really cool because I don't know anything about this guy. So it's, it's yeah, going to be either. like brand new content, basically. It's not just, you know. Mm-hmm. Iron anytime Man that Jr. I've or something. anytime I've seen him is when he's either like in a team up or part of a larger story, not when it's solely fixated on him. Yeah. So it's it's yeah, it's going to be pretty uh, interesting. Just to you know, I just found out like as far as the cast goes, is you know who who's there, who's not there, what's going on. Um, it's it's going to look good. And he, was it a uh, Black Widow comes out? Was it is it next month, July? I think so. Yeah. No, it, it comes in next month. Hello, it comes in. It comes out in July uh, in theaters. I don't. I want to say that from what I've seen last, that it's not one of those drops on Disney Plus and theaters. It's just theaters, and theaters are going to start. Well, for us, it starts. Of course, it's going to start opening up very uh, soon. I want to say this weekend, the one by us, and in two weeks, all of the theaters around me will be open so yeah actually on that note we have uh mortal Kombat coming out on oh man thursday friday um friday. i know that's going to be available at the marquee is this, cinemas is it this week yeah Friday. um it's also mark i know marquee cinemas is open because they're showing the demon slayer movie on friday which i'm oh. going to see remember how i said i couldn't yeah, re- yeah, record yeah. friday yeah that's what i'm doing i don't know anybody <laughs> that's going to go i'm probably just going to be a bald guy with a beard fucking going to watch an anime movie by himself and i'm totally okay with it that's fine yeah i'm very okay um that should be a good time i'm definitely gonna watch both of those probably not both on the same day but yeah no i'll, I'll watch the mortal Kombat on friday for sure and yeah. blackwood i want to it's a strong chance for us to all go to see it in theaters nice it's exciting right. to have the marvel movies coming back are we ready all set Yes. Gabe, you had a good topic for us to discuss today. I kind of want to let you bring it into the podcast. Yeah. So it's, it's sticking with the, the whole mindset Monday kind of episode kind of thing. You know, it's very easy for us to get into a, uh, a headspace where we compare ourselves to things that we see online. Specifically, I'm going to go ahead and use like Instagram. Hey, you know, you're, you post something, you're not too sure, you know, you post something and you, you only get like, you know, a couple of likes, you only have, you know, a couple of followers following you, whatever, regardless if you, if you're, it's just your personal page, your business page or whatever. And you can say, Hey, well, what about so-and-so, you know, look at them. They have like, you know, 10,000, 20,000, you know, 500,000 followers, but really why are you comparing yourself to someone else? You really shouldn't, especially when what you're comparing yourself to isn't even factual. Right. So you say that they have a whole bunch of followers, but most of them are bought. Someone has a whole bunch of likes, but most of them are bought. They're not even real. So you shouldn't compare yourself to something that isn't real. You shouldn't diminish the value that you put in yourself to something that isn't true, that isn't real. Right. So it, it just it, it doesn't make much sense. Now, here's here's the flip side to it, though. Let's just say you see something online, you see someone's transformation, some, you know, whether it be aesthetically, could be, you know, career wise. Hey, look, I was able to do this and it motivates you to change your path, regardless of that, if, if, if they were true or not, or if it was a big fat lie, look at what it did for you. So still use it for, for something positive. And that doesn't diminish your um, actions or what you did in order to kind of get there for you to build any kind of success. 
but stop comparing yourself to stuff that isn't really that isn't true that isn't that, that, that that's fake and the big thing that kind of like you know even put me to this i've been thinking about this for for quite some time and i think i mentioned this to you john uh that uh that documentary the fake famous mm -hmm. and even before that i always kind of like you know question but ever, ever, especially after seeing that everything that i kind of look at was just like is this really true do you have this many you know are you as big as kind of like you say you are you think you are you're trying to portray that you are and it's really that whole thing of like you know fake it till you make it because sure you know you buy a whole bunch of followers everybody says oh this guy must be you know what the hell he's talking about i mean he has a whole bunch of people follow him makes you kind of follow him and it's just i don't know it's just a, a really weird and and different place to kind of be in as far as that goes so just don't get caught up in the matrix I think that this is a good topic just for, you know, this can be for people that are on the fitness journey trying to improve mm -hmm. themselves. This can be for anyone just in general in life. Um, I know that yep. we live in a day and time that we are in, you know, we are in the safest time to be alive. You know, we have food avail readily available and in, in basically almost everywhere. We um, most people have a car or two. Uh, most people have cell phones. Most people have, you know, basically a what we fundamentally need to survive. We have it right. Yep. But yet we live in a very, in a time where a lot of mental illness is kind of growing. Mm -hmm. uh, we're miserable in most cases. A lot of people tend to be depressed, um, a feeling alone, you name it. It's like, even though we have uh, everything, you would think like, you know, this is the perfect time to be alive. This is the perfect matrix program, right? You know, this is <laughs> utopia for a lot of people. Um, and yet we can't, we can't seem to, you know, uh, focus on, on things that matter, like, or, or just letting things that truly don't serve us affect us, you know, people, things, social media, you know, it's, it's almost like crazy this last time with the political, um, you know, the pol political uh, yep. votes and everything and with the whole presidential thing. It's, it was nuts, man. It was crazy to see how much divide there is, man. And it's like, you would think that this would make it better, but on, on, on the contrary, this just felt like it just stirred up this more than I've ever seen it growing up. I remember when I was, just getting out of high school, even it didn't feel that intense, you know, and I don't know if it's just because I was younger, but I feel like even though social media was available, it wasn't as like uh, up to date with the algorithms and everything. It's just, it's just crazy to see how some, you know, things now can take so much peace. And I think it's because we allow our focus to go to these places. We naturally gravitate towards um, clickbaity shit. We also gravitate towards, amazing looking bodies you know so it's like when we're we'll take it back to the context of fitness i mean when you when people start what do they do they start kind of idolizing maybe um a particular person that they like oh this is goals girls yeah. this is goals right um oh, i hashtag yes queen goals um that's kind of what i'll see on uh, story shares or <laughs> but even some uh, female clients that will send me a picture of someone they like which is fine i mean i think it's always good to admire and respect someone's hard work to get there but um not don't think for a second that that came to them super easy maybe or that this person is 
as happy as they make it and perfect as they make themselves seem to be on social media. I, for the longest time, when I started my fitness journey, I used to follow like companies like shreds. I used to follow like all, a lot of mm -hmm. competitors. I used to follow particular people. And after a while, man, like back, back a couple of years ago, I stopped following a lot. Of, I don't follow like barely any competitors except one or two, you know, at best I stopped. I disconnected myself from the competing world. If you will. I, uh, I unfollowed a lot of, influencers that i would read their content and it was just dumb shit just basically hey guys motivational monday remember you're special and just the same fucking quote like every single time or some cheesy picture of them on a yacht um or them taking a picture next to their supplement bottles and it's just like is, this is stupid i'm just gonna unfollow unfollow and now dude i enjoy social media like even with the whole presidential situation i was overall okay based on my personal feed because I don't follow shit. That's going to make me feel like I'm wasting my time. I follow a lot of people that post uh, educational stuff. That's even outside of fitness investors, uh, financial people, um, coaches, other well-known coaches that actually put very well put together content. And maybe I, know, I may not agree with everything like you may say <laughs> like mine. Yeah. I, I try to do the be. Uh, put, do my part with social media to contribute. Um, even though I'll, I'll admit when I first opened my social media, I was trying to get validation. I was mm -hmm. trying to feel important. I'm thinking, well, if I get enough people to follow me, then I will become happier. I will, um, I will be able to obtain all these different things. And when I wasn't getting that response, it was like, fuck, what am I doing wrong? Am I not good enough? Am I like not uh, muscular enough? Am I not this? Am I not that? Um, so once I started kind of reframing the way I use social media, the way I started, the people that I started to follow, man, it's just, it made my life so much better. And I feel like social media can be a tool to improve your life if you use it pro appropriately, but it can also be a very self-destructive tool. If you don't, uh, if you're not constantly checking yourself and why you're doing certain things. It's like the, we, sorry, Mike, if you're going to jump in there, oh, but finish, we finish, put, yeah. uh, the currency that we're putting, we're putting too much currency, too much value unlike followers and likes and saying that that is what makes someone legitimate it has nothing to do with what they say their message what they they've gone through you know allegedly but it's just uh, it, it's just a weird space to kind of like be in and anytime i see someone you know i always try to give everyone the benefit of the doubt if you say you're here if you say you've done this if uh, you say you've met this person or done whatever accomplished you know whatever feat in your life career okay cool but then it's like I don't know. For me, being I, I, I'm like weird, where I would trust someone at face value, but I'm always in the back of my head. I'm always like, like you know, have my head tilted with my eyes, kind of like squinting. Like, is it though? Are you really? So, it, I mean, and, and again, what, what's it to me? If you're saying you know you did this, okay, fine, whatever. But I just try to not let it let let it impact me in a negative way if anything i if i wanted some something to be impacted to me then I, I try to have it like in a positive way okay well hey look this person's doing this they're doing big things you know why the hell can't i and so don't let it somewhere where, where oh this person is doing this i am not so that means that i suck so don't put too yeah. much value into not having followers and likes when that's not even real and, you know, you flipping it, uh, talking about the, the whole political scene. It's even back then, you know, I tried to compare uh, back in, I want to say, shit, was it like 2000 or something like that election? 
like it was kind of like a bit of a divide. That's when back when I was in New York, but it's nothing even close to how it is now online, nor even in person, right? Like now, if you go to in person, you know, speak to someone uh, about this, if you happen to have opposing views, it's just like, you know, you're not only wrong, you're just like, you know, dead wrong, or you're the worst, you're evil. You know, yeah. why, why has it got to be that way? Why, why can't you just, hey, I believe this because of this. Oh, I think this. Let's just talk about it. Oh, hey, you know what? You're actually right. Thanks for enlightening me. Now you changed my mind. Like, I really enjoy and I kind of almost sometimes seek out having conversations with people that have opposing views of me. So that way I can kind of like learn from them. You know, OK, what if I'm wrong? Sure, I'm, I'm fine with being wrong. You know, I, 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 there's no issue with that. Now I know better. Now I learn. Now I grow. Or let's just say, no, it's really not that case. And I actually was, quote unquote, right in this one specific situation. Now I strengthen my argument. I strengthen my position. Again, not to, not to say that that can't be, you know, debunked later on. And, you know, it's just it's just weird how how people just are so, you know, dogmatic with with with, with certain kind of views and and issues and it's okay to be wrong it's okay to not be in you know you know be slightly misinformed oh i thought it meant this no it's actually that okay cool well now now i know better and on my feet like you know i have people on, on on polar opposite views and i actually appreciate having them there because it kind of almost keeps me you know in a balance and not leaning more towards one way or the other because i'm seeing on both ends of the spectrum uh what their views are even if it's to the same exact uh issue um, yeah, I mean, I've, I don't, I don't think I've, uh, I, I don't really talk about politics with very many people, but there is one person that has an opposing view, um, politically and we have like a mutual respect where we can actually have like a decent conversation and not get emotionally heated or anything like that. And several times we've been talking about something that I had an opinion about. He had a different opinion about, and he said something that made me kind of look at it differently i don't know that my mind necessarily changed but i never really like thought of it that way so mm -hmm. i think we miss a lot of those awesome opportunities to see something in a different way by virtue of just thinking you know putting on your blinders and going no you're wrong you're evil whatever um but apart from politics um there's a quote that i'm surprised neither of you said i know you thought it um comparison I'm pretty sure I is the thief was... of joy yes so that one i it like that's me right there a comparison with a lot of things is the thief of joy especially for me and it's something that i've struggled with off and on for a long time with a great many things but social media happens to be the one that is um i don't know probably the silliest it's probably the least valuable thing for me to be um upset about but it's you know there's there's perspective that needs to be put into this because you know say this person is legitimate like uh like a jordan syatt like all three of us we know who that is anybody listening if you don't know who jordan syatt is you should look him up he's fucking awesome but we did an interview with him at the beginning in our first like 20 episodes i want to say or so yes. under the first 30 episodes check that out we definitely did yes go listen to that but he has a massive following and from what I know, and from what I believe to be true, he earned it. He posted three times a day for like fucking 40 years or something, something stupid. <laughs> More time than I perceive to be possible. He worked his ass off for those followers and he deserves it, you know? And comparing me to Jordan Syatt and being upset about it without doing the same amount of work that he did would just be stupid because I 
didn't earn a hundred thousand followers the same way that he did or however many he has. Um, and the same thing goes for someone with a really, really cool physique. Another Instagram person comes to mind, Brian DaCosta, that dude's fucking shredded. He's in great shape. And you know that he worked his ass off for it. I've definitely put in work on my physique, but not nearly as consistently, not nearly as long as someone like that has. So comparing myself to him is kind of apples to oranges. Um, and I mean, it's kind of like, like what you guys said, like, yeah, have idols, you know, look up to somebody, have like a goal, but like have a respectable, um, limit for yourself and, you know, be happy with the work that you put in, be happy with the results that you get. And don't, um, don't like, I don't even know the right word for it. Um, but there was another quote that I wanted to mention. Um, and from a surprising source, uh, Lewis CK once said, the only time you look in your neighbor's bowl is to make sure that he has enough. Um, you never, you don't look in your neighbor's bowl to see if you have as much as them. Um, so basically what that means to me at least is that you should, you know, if you are comparing to somebody or, or observing what they have, um, do it out of concern for their well-being, almost, or just to make sure that they have what they need. Obviously we're not talking about Instagram followers here. We're talking more about like quality of life type stuff, but, Mm-hmm. You know, just to make sure that, you know, everybody has what they need. And then that also offers you an opportunity, you know, if they don't have what they need, you can offer help, you know, and it's, it's not a matter of who has what in comparison um, to see who's doing better. It's who has what in comparison to see who may need help. Um, so that kind of like changes the perspective a little bit. If you are going to like go that. the comparison route. He's hilarious. Yeah, it's a surprising source for that kind of quote. But yeah, that's I just looked it up to verify because that's who I thought it was. But yeah, something that comes to mind real quick when you were talking about, you know, comparison being the thief of joy. It's a very cliche quote, but it's so true. I mean, it's 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 it's, it can't get any more straightforward like that. And if none of us threw it in there, I definitely would have sprinkled in there. So I'm glad you did, Mike. Um, But what thing that comes to mind is like what you were saying is if you look at someone and, you know, inspiration is okay. Something like a story inspires you, like motivates you, maybe gives you that, like, you know what? That's, that's amazing. I respect this individual that, that gives me that fire or that little spark to maybe try it myself or make it seem possible. Because when I, when I tell, when we tell stuff on this podcast, it's not to, for people to be like, wow, good job. Or, um, you know, we, we feel bad for you or we like, whatever. It's not for you to kind of side with that. It's more for you to be like, okay, we are everyday people. We, we even talk about when we're not feeling our best because it's like, yeah, we don't feel great. Like every waking moment of every day, we, we're, we're people just like you. I think the problem is when you start feeling negative or bad about with yourself, when you're looking at other things or other people. Um, so that's one thing to keep in mind. That's super simple. If you're kind of doing this, if you're in that comparison trap, if you will, it's, if you, it's not longer inspiration, it's no longer kind of like, okay, let me just go do the work myself now. Maybe it's more like feeling bad for yourself or comparing yourself. Like, why not me? Um, poor me. It's like that mentality of just negative. So as long as that's, that's the case, it's okay. And the, and the problem with, you know, circling back to like social media real quick, there was something that you also said, Mike, that made me want to bring this up. It's, 
it's uh, social media has created also a lot of ignorant has ex- not not even created. I don't even want to put blame. I think it's exposed a lot of ignorance with oh, people's yes. um, expectations with life, with how fitness will go, how business will go, how relationships will go. Um, you see the most lonely time, you know, people separating a lot of divorces, a lot of this, a lot of that, a lot, just a lot of separation, right? I was listening to a, a conversation, another podcast that was outside of fitness, but it, 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 it turned into like a debate between um, men and women. But to keep it kind of on point, it was uh, Kevin Samuels, this, uh, this guy, I guess he does like live uh, threads and stuff. And he has conversations, he even kind of roast people sometimes. It's kind of funny, uh, if you like that kind of stuff. But he was talking to these girls that operate only fan accounts, two of them, and they're under the age of 24. And I say ignorance, because it's like, okay, you're you're someone that gains somehow you're able to figure this out or you're extremely good looking and you are able to leverage that in your favor thus now you are produ- you're getting a lot of attention a lot of eyes companies start to sponsor you whatever the case may be and this is the trap that i fell into years ago where i was like this is the secret if i can do this i'll be set but this is the problem with also uh kevin said to these women is that you need to kind of have a a, a a, a long-term plan. This, this is all that type of stuff, men and women, this is temporary and in art and Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and never in TikTok is creating an artificial bubble for people because some people are able to monetize off their followers or off the way they look. But the problem is that there's a lot of ignorance. Still people don't understand real business skills because it's a skill. And it's okay that we may not know these things um, for, I'm just talking general terms, because I know this is a lot of, a lot of young people think this, if I can only get as many followers as so-and-so, like, I mean, they must be making so much money. Um, Sure. Maybe they are, maybe it's not fake. Maybe they are getting some type of money and revenue, but don't worry about that. There's other ways to everyone to become financially successful or, or stable in life that doesn't revolve around likes and, and comments and, and cheesy sponsorships. Um, but it's just, it's understanding that being okay with that. And um, it's understanding that you, there's still so much to learn in this game when it comes to um, business, life, fitness. I mean, there's so many things that you still probably have to accomplish and do yourself um, before you start worrying about like likes and, and, and supplement companies and clothing companies and all this flash in the pan type stuff. Yeah, you're talking about like comparison, but what about um, comparing yourself? You can't compare someone's end product to your still in the process. And like, look at, uh, and you don't know what kind of trials and tribulations they've gone through. Look at someone that we've just uh, interviewed not too long ago, Martin Silva, amazing physique, right? But then look at how, if you listen to the interview, what he, you know, went through to kind of get there in the middle of, even after the fact, while he was competing, you know, the, the issues that he had with them, uh, that, that he had to fight through. So, I mean, how are you comparing yourself to someone who, you know, who's out there and has real problems, real issues, just like you, or maybe, maybe even more so. So you shouldn't compare someone's end result or someone's, you know, snapshot where they put everything in like, you know, the greatest light and everything and, 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 and filters and shit. And not to say that he does, cause he looks awesome, but um, <laughs> he, he does. 
but right so you know and i was and i was saying this to to uh to, to jennifer before you know she was uh i think like a story was playing and someone was uh you know trying to sell some makeup or skincare product and i said to her i was just like wait a sec why the hell are they selling skincare product and they have a filter on that made no damn sense so why, sounds... why yeah like why, why would you need why would you need a filter if you're selling skincare yeah. I, I mean, it, it just is just it's just silly to me. And then, I mean, you wouldn't really think of it. You wouldn't notice it. But then when you kind of like when I say it and like, I bet you anyone, anyone out here listening, you know, if you see something like that again, shouldn't that make you kind of like, you know, tilt your head a bit like saying, wait a second. Yeah, that don't make no damn sense. Well, what do, you, what mean, do you think about that, Mike? If anything, that makes me think that that skincare product doesn't work that well. Exactly. Why, why are you why do you need the filter if, if this thing works so well? Or are you just uh trying to push some snake oil on me or what exactly. I've been it's... noticing, honestly, I've been not to cut you off. I've been noticing yeah. that a lot more on my stories and stuff. And it, I mean, it's skincare, hair care stuff. It's, it's a lot of females doing it, but yes, it's fucking all of them, except for mm-hmm. like one or two people that I can think of off the top of my head. They're all like trying to push some fucking collagen protein mm-hmm. skin cream or something. And I don't know. It's just my. And then I, here's how, and, and not to cut you off right there, but here's what I, I'm not too sure how to feel about that. Whether it's a, you know, don't hit the player, hit the game kind of thing. Well, that's just what everybody's doing. So, you know, might as well. Or if it's something where, you know, someone, people should start trying to break off of that pattern. Just, you know, be you. And, and maybe, you know, people would appreciate that a little bit more. Maybe, maybe people would resonate with, with that message, with how you're just out there with that's you. That's not some kind of filter put on. But I mean, like, I don't know. It's just a weird place to be in. But something like that, it shouldn't get you down. If anything, it should kind of like, you know, make you motivate you to be like, oh, shit. Well, I don't need one. I, I look out. OK, you know, yeah. I'm fine. This is what I this is. This is me without anything. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I don't, yeah, and I, I don't want to say that, like I I don't want to say that like I'm shitting on it on it on oh, it no, or no, anything no, no, like no. that. Like fucking respect the hustle, do do what exactly. you got to do. But like at the same time, yeah, like you got to like still love yourself and don't apply a filter to it. And I don't, you know, what comes to mind actually is um, there were pictures of I think. I know Scarlett Johansson did it. There were a couple of other like famous actresses and actors who agreed to do pictures with zero makeup. Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It and it's like, it, it was uh, some project that, that an artist or photographer did a couple years back. And it's literally like just these people without any makeup on. And they actually do look a little bit different, but they're still all like gorgeous movie stars. You know, mm-hmm. like you can tell that they don't have the contour and the eyeliner, all that stuff. You can actually see the women's eyelids, which is weird to say yeah. out loud, but they, they're still beautiful. They just don't have, you know, the colors and the, the stuff. So I don't know. It's just like an interesting. And, and here's the thing with that. If you want to put that on, if that makes you feel fine, that makes you feel good, then go ahead. You know, yeah, do you. If, if, but don't feel like you have to be like, I can't put out a, a picture or a video without having to do this because or else people are going to think like I'm whatever kind of way. Now, if you're in that kind of headspace, you know, maybe it's best to try to get out of it as, you know, you know, whenever you can or as best you can, because that might not, not, not might not be the healthiest way. Can't speak there for a second. But, you know, if, if you want to go right ahead. Shit, you know, you do you, you do whatever the hell you want to do. If I want to put on, you know, a fucking, you know, a, I don't know, whatever kind of filter to uh, on a video that I'm doing or picture or whatever, 
that makes me feel happy, that makes me does what I want to do for me, then sure. All right. But it shouldn't don't feel like you have to do anything because, oh, everyone else is doing this. So I have to do this or everyone else is doing that. That kind of goes back to that whole comparison kind of, a, you know, a thing that you mentioned earlier or even on the other side of it, that uh, the compare uh, the analysis by paralysis. Right. Like where, oh, I can't do I can't put out this this uh, this clip or I can't put out this video because what if no one likes it? What if no one starts following me? What if, you know, no one thinks I'm good enough? And then you don't when you had a good message to put out there. That's kind of what I uh, kind of thinking about just doing something, even though you don't, you know, you might not know everything. Obviously, if you're doing things with the best intentions, that's what matters. And you're doing things for the right reasons, posting content or being who yourself, who you're going to be, regardless of, you know, just know that if you're going to be out there with the mentality of helping people, normally things, it's not guaranteed that you're going to become a millionaire, but it's going to guarantee that you're going to feel good doing it. And you may start to learn a thing or two, always keeping an open mind to learn, to progress. Um, one thing that comes to mind, I wanted to share earlier, but I kind of lost the chain. I thought my dogs were going crazy. I had a delivery today. It's been, it's one of those days, man. So uh, now to our, to our recent guests on the podcast, Annie and Mish, they came on and they, um, I like their content because it doesn't revolve. It's like, it's very common for female coaches. If I'm sorry, I might offend some of you, but it's the truth is that a lot of people post a lot of just uh, naked, sexy pictures, basically naked and sexy pictures on social media to gain attention, gay gain followers. And I see this with a lot of female coaches, um, not all, but some, and I would respect it and appreciate about them is that their page is relatively new. They're gaining an organic or a good, it seems to be in a good organic reach and community through just posting helpful information and it's not revolving around just their physiques which is super important if you're someone that's in fitness that wants to inspire others that's super important i mean you it's uh posting content that you feel good about genuinely because i've spoken to other coaches that do that and i ask them so why do you post this type of content like what is it that makes you do that and they're and a lot of times it's because they feel like they need to not because they want to and that's a big thing i think that you got to do things for the right reasons um, things that genuinely make you uh, feel your best. Um, once I stopped posting pictures about me always being shirtless all the time and, and being pumped up in the right lighting, my content got a lot more fun, more versatile. I felt like I was actually doing things. Ideals were flowing a lot more because it no longer revolved around a perfect image that I was trying to uphold. Thus, I was no longer comparing myself to uh, a good looking uh, Brian DaCosta, for example, he's like a, he's a good looking dude, jacked as hell. I'm like, dude, if I try to compete with that, I'm going to be fucking miserable because I'm nowhere near his size. You know, I don't have the right now. My focus is not to become the most big shredded dude ever. So I'd be a losing battle. I still follow him. because I like his content, but um, it's for example, just a simple comparison thing. Um, other things that we were talking about was just, I kind of like, wasn't in and out of this conversation. So I'm losing it. So where we where I guess is there, if there's another points, I mean, what are some takeaways for our, our listeners? I know you said, you know, stop worrying about analysis, just getting stuck with analysis with paralysis, just start doing something. You know, I think that if you're someone that is contemplating starting your fitness journey, if you're someone that's contemplated becoming a coach, if you're someone that's contemplating doing whatever that may be, that business opportunity, that school, that job, that relationship that you want to go after, just start doing things and stop worrying about having it all right and thinking that anyone else does. I think that's the the, the big thing yep. here is that none of us, even with this podcast, to be completely transparent, we don't 
we don't have this really well elaborate business plan with with specific dates and maybe we should but right now we're doing it for different reasons we don't really our mindset's not really there at this exact moment so we started a podcast not knowing a fucking thing about podcasting we just kind of took some business of advice and ran with it and we're learning as we go same thing that i did with my coaching i went all in i kind of started figuring out as i went along hit a lot of hiccups along the way but that's what it's all about. I think that the biggest thing for me, the quote, I guess uh, I love is that clarity comes from action, not thought. It's something around that line. I could be butchering it, but it's basically, if you do something, it's going to become more and more clear. What is it you need to do and what you don't need to do. But if you're trying to figure this whole thing out before you do anything, You'll never take action ever because you're going to think of all these scenarios and it's going to become super overwhelming. I've seen this people with this starting their diets or starting a workout plan. They're trying to think of freaking a year down the road, which is good to understand that this is a long time, but stop trying to calculate for everything that's going to happen. Just start, start with week one, day one, then week one, then your first month and keep going from there. And you're going to have days that are going to be up and down. You know, I already had a new client sign up today and I told them I'm super excited. She's super motivated right now. It's her first day ever, like with a structured workout plan ever. And she's super excited. I know that the time comes when she's not in a good mood. Shit's going to happen, stressed out, tired, whatever. And I'll be ready for that too, because I've done it for so long, but I'm telling her just to focus on today, what she did so amazing, how good she feels. Remember that this is going to be a process and just to have fun with it and, um, that's the same thing I'll leave the listeners with from my behalf is that enjoy this ride, whatever it is, whatever endeavor you're doing. That's what gives, uh, I think, life so much meaning and value. Yeah, and I think my, mine would be to do things, do what you want to do to make yourself either feel happy or fulfilled um, and on your own terms. You know, just because everyone else is, you know, to my point earlier, everyone else is put on a filter when I put out a video or a picture or whatever. If you don't want to, then fucking don't do things on your own terms. Don't, you know, don't, ha- don't, don't feel like you have to rely on uh, these preset rules that somehow are, you know, unwritten rules that are made out there that you need to follow. You know, if you need to, if you need to go all the way around the world, just across the street, go right ahead, you know? doing things on your own terms. That's my deal. I like it. Um, I would say when it comes to idolizing people or looking up to people, um, you know, if somebody's, if it's something as simple as like Instagram success or Facebook success or whatever, is Facebook success a thing? Do we ever succeed on Facebook? Message, message this person that you're looking up to, see what they did to get where they are. Um, Mm -hmm. And then do that. You know, try to get advice from these people that you're looking up to and try to follow suit. Um, If it comes down to like a real person, have a conversation with them, see what they're doing. You know, a lot of the times, if you humanize somebody by talking to them, you can get a little bit better perspective. Maybe you get a negative response from them and find out that they're a douchebag. That's a pretty (laughs) easy way to like stop idolizing somebody because if they're a prick, then who cares if they have a six pack, but. Um, hey, fuck that guy. Yeah, fuck that guy. So, yeah, just tr- try to try to humanize these people and realize, you know, that they probably made a lot of mistakes along the way. They had a really hard time getting there, and they seriously earned it. Hopefully, they earned it, and then maybe that will inspire you to take the necessary steps, or you'll see the amount of work it takes and decide that that's not for you. 
um, anything to keep you from just, you know, sort of wallowing in this self-destructive cycle of um, observing and being jealous. And then, yeah. Hey, did you guys um uh did you guys beat that game of Ghosts of Tsushima or however you say it? I do not have a PlayStation. No. Yeah, but that's I thought you guys played game. it. I thought you nah, guys were... We, were we referenced Sekiro. a different game that's similar. Oh, okay. Better. Well, any uh, that's a better <laughs> game, is it? I I think so. I mean, I don't. I've never played Ghosts of Tsushima. They've compared it. Forever. They've had people that like the other one. Some people that like the you know Ghosts of Tsushima. Um, well, it's, I guess here, here's where it's coming from. So I hear that that's like, again, I don't, even though I have, oh, I have old PlayStation, PlayStation 3. Here, that's an amazing game. Also oh, wow. here, it's a very hard game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, back back in the day. Um, wow. What I was going to say is like, if I've never played it, how can I be as good as you guys that have played it? Again, assuming that that was the game that you guys referenced before. I play, have been playing it for like, you know, for a while now or have beat it. You know, I can't expect to be on the same level as you guys because I haven't put in the work. I haven't put in, I don't know, you know, I, I can't expect to be a pro at something without putting any kind of effort or, or reps into it. It's it's funny that you went the video game route because when we started talking about this, I was thinking about going the video game route. And it's always I, the, the route to take. I, yeah, I decided not to, but it's funny that you Do it. did that. I mean, what, okay. what was your route? Go ahead. Well, the route that I was going to take was back, I don't know, four or five years ago, right before I started working with you, Jonathan. Um, Uh, my whole entire life was at a computer. I would work at my mom's office at a computer. I would come home and play video games for like eight hours straight. And in a weird enough way, I was very fulfilled with that lifestyle, but I got to the point where like, I was getting really fucking good at these games that I was playing. I was watching a lot of Twitch, uh, watching the professionals play my buddy and I, we had a game room set up with like gigabyte fiber and just the best internet we could get. We started streaming. We started doing everything right. We got to the top 1% of duos on PUBG on the East Coast. It was an insane task that we accomplished. And it was the most unsustainable thing I've ever done in my whole life. Because if you had a bad match, a single bad match, it was gone. You were no longer top 1%. You had to be a top performer every single time you played. But we got to the point where we were literally playing against the Twitch, the Twitch streamers that we were playing against. And we saw the actual gap between how good we were and how godlike they were. And it wasn't even fucking close. Like we were really good. We could dumpster anybody. But as soon as we met with Choco Taco or Visions, we got fucking demolished without even a chance. And it was such an eye-opening experience. And then with all of the work that we put in, all of the hours, all of the the video watching and the replays and everything that we did, that wasn't enough to even give us a chance in hell. So we would have had to like do that for even longer, years on years of doing that. And it cost me a small piece of my soul to do that for just a couple of months. And it, it put it in perspective. Like I cannot do this. This is not for me. I don't have the the personality type um, to accomplish something this great. As far as becoming one of the best, if I had pursued Twitch uh, as an entertainer of some kind or something like that, that's a different story altogether. But I wanted to be like top 10. And it just, it wasn't, it wasn't a thing. There was no fuck. There was no possible way that I was going to make that happen. But well, you don't even know what they did, like how many hours they were putting into it, right? Yeah. As much as you said that you were putting into it, maybe they were doing it. Maybe they were living, breathing, you know, the, you know, every single day, 20 hours a day. Yeah. Well, that's the, that's the thing. These, these guys are professional streamers. I mean, this is their full-time job. This is what they do for 10 plus hours a day. 
Mm-hmm. And I mean, you just don't have, you don't have the means. I had a full-time job at the time. I had, you know, things on my mind. These guys, they don't. These are Mike like- was getting swole at the time. Yeah. Well, yeah, I was that, that, that too. And actually on that note, um, I may just be one person, but exercise definitely made me better at video games. Um, but no, I mean, I just didn't have the means to do it. You know, even, even if you come down to like simple hardware, I don't have the money to buy the best computer. I don't have the money to buy and build a streaming computer to take load off of the best computer. Um, there was just so many components that went into it. It's like, such a daunting task. Could I have done it if I really, really wanted to? Yes, but it would have been at great personal cost. Um, and I decided it wasn't worth it. So I thought that was just kind of relevant, but also, um, yeah, I have a joke that I have been waiting since like Thursday to tell you guys, because we didn't record since Wednesday and I'm so fucking exciting, but forget that I frame it as a joke. I want you to take me serious. Okay. So I realized that oh, fuck. I should, <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's a joke, but don't take it as a joke. Yeah. Take me well, serious. No. Damn it. I realized that like around you guys, like on the episode, um, I should really start using the word mucho a lot more. I, you know, like I know it would mean a lot to you. <laughs> But yeah, I've been waiting. It does. I'm happy. <laughs> I love it, Gabe. So, um, do you guys know what do you call a chicken that is staring at lettuce? Uh, that that'd chicken. be a chicken sees a salad. Wow, wow, that's a New York a accent and everything. What a play on words. That's when you know you're good is that you just can flow so so smooth. It's like a river. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, listeners. If you guys like this information, you like this episode, you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe so you don't skip a beat. We drop three episodes a week, so you already know. Stay tuned for the next one. Hey, guys. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to go to leave us a five-star rating and review. That simply helps us get out in front of more people, as well as follow us on Facebook at the Next Level Show private forum. Check us out on Instagram as well at the Next Level Show. My personal page is at John Alva Fitness. Gabe is at Prime and Glory. And Mike is at Mike Nellis P.